Hey everyone, welcome back to Tooth and Claw. This time, we have a special guest to talk about a very special animal. Well, special depending on who you ask, I guess. But anyways, this was a really fun episode for us to record since we got Wes's girlfriend Jessie on the mic to talk a little bit about horses. We tell some fun stories, some funny stories, some tragic, and some a little weird, so there's a little something in here for everyone. We hope you enjoy it. Oh, and also worth mentioning, we just launched our first piece of merchandise, a Tooth and Claw t-shirt designed by an incredibly talented pro artist and friend of ours, Robin Banks. If you want to check it out, you can find it being modeled on our Instagram account by the one and only and aforementioned Jessie. She makes it look good. You can find that shirt at www.toothandclawpod.com. That's our store. And to show our thanks to everyone who supports us on Patreon, we have a special promo exclusively for you to get $7 off of your order. And you can find that code in the post that we just put up on Patreon about it. Just note that that code will only work up until August 10th, 2021. So act fast if that sounds like something you want to get in on. All right, that's enough talking. Let's get to the show. All right, here we are. We are back uh, with another episode, a very special episode. Why is it today. special? Because Jesse's here. Hey, Ooh, who's hey. Jesse? Jesse is my girlfriend of three years. Wow. Three plus years, a little bit more than three. Yeah. Jesse, three what do you years. do for work? I plan birding trips around the world for people who want to see birds. Wow. That's pretty cool. So, would you yeah. consider Company. yourself an ornithologist? No. Hmm. I would if I were you. Well, maybe someday, uh, <laughs> maybe after a few more trips. And then you also got Wes, Jeff, and Mike. We're There's all no three one. still yeah. here. Yeah. Jesse uh, and the boys. Jesse and the, Jesse boys. And the fellows. <laughs> There's a reason we brought Jesse on the podcast, and it's because Mike has continually expressed his distaste for a certain animal. And that animal is one of Jesse's favorite animals, which we all know what animal we're talking about at this point horses. And <laughs> Jesse loves horses, and Mike. Hates. <laughs> Hates. We'll get into it, Jesse. Okay. We had a bit of a field trip today. It was one of our first podcast field trips. And we went and visited Jesse's horse, Guapo. And Mike, you rode Guapo. Yeah. Well-behaved. Well-behaved. Nice horse. Old at this point, actually. He's old, right? Mid-age. Yeah, middle-aged. Older, yeah. Horse of a certain You had age. a nice time with Guapo. But you've also had some bad times with horses. Are we going to give this away at the beginning, how give- it went? Yeah. How did you okay. like riding Guapo? Yeah. It went as uh, it went well. Yeah. Mike couldn't get it out of reverse. <laughs> he Mike did great. Mike was wearing capris and tennis shoes, and he did great. Wonderful horse you riding have seen and he looked great. <laughs> Mounting capris? and dismounting is yeah my purple capris. Yeah, uh, that was a weird choice I did on my 360. part. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he um, did. He was good. Mike, the way you're talking about it sounds like you went on a date with an ex just to like catch up and people were like, hey, how'd it go? And you're like, it yeah. went well. Yeah. To reaffirm feelings. Yeah. You know. Well, no, just to like catch up and be like, okay. I'm, no, you know. to reaffirm that I All hate right. horses. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So when we were there, I asked how you felt if you felt differently. And you said you weren't going to tell me then. He's telling you now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm so I'm asking for his honest okay. opinion. <laughs> Mike, what's your no, honest opinion? I'll, I'll say I I didn't have a bad time riding Guapo. My my feelings. We'll get into this. I hope later. I don't want to do this all. We'll up do front. this. That's we'll do this when we. No, I want to talk about the field trip. Though. It's complicated because yeah. I I recognize kind of the power and the majesty of horses. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to use horse speech. All the horse girls yeah, in okay. high school are always majesty. talking about grace. You know, we'll, beauty, when we say, do we like this animal at the end? You can get into the nitty gritty. Sure. I just wanted to bring up that we had a field trip. You got in touch with some horses. Yeah. 
I'm I missed out, unfortunately. Sorry. It's okay. Once when I was first visiting Jesse when we were first courting, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> we went out and there's this horse, a really beautiful horse at the ranch she was working at named Cinco. And he was just out with the other horses, didn't have a saddle or anything. And I asked Jesse, I said, hey, lady. she said, you can hop on him and sit on him. And I was like, oh, is that safe? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and so I hop on Cinco. And she was kind of like leading him a little bit and he started walking and then Cinco saw another horse that he doesn't like and he ran at him and I flew off of Cinco and landed on my neck. And we have a video because I was like, oh, look, I'm on a horse recording myself. And then all of a sudden, my you see my feet go over my head. Oh, in, the in video. your video, yeah. And then I land. You gotta put that on the Instagram. And the funniest thing is like, I landed right on my neck and head. And our other friend Frankie was there, and she was immediately like, "Are you okay?" And Jesse was just laughing. <laughs> like many, never once was like, "Oh, are you all right?" How many times has I he fallen off fine. of a horse just, that you've seen? Just the one. Just the one. Time, yeah. I think that's okay. the only time I've ever fallen off a horse. So I started uh, trotting today. Uh huh. And I don't know how to not smash my balls every time. You got it. It's this weird rhythm. It's not weird, but it took me a long time Jesse to learn. Jesse was good at yeah, it. I it takes tell. a while. I'm well, still not great at it. Balls, so. I'm not great at it, but like it's called posting, right? Yeah, hey, good yeah. job. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Horse man. Anyway, West. You know, You're he's like posting. A, I'm always posting. <laughs> he's like a cent uh, of a horse guy. Anyway, there's a lot of horses I fell off that one. The reason I was laughing is because Cinco's small. He's not a very tall horse. He was so, big enough. So you didn't have a long way to fall. Okay. We're not going to get into that. You're fine. <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> It was a decent fall. Uh, Another thing I like to think about, another quick story. When I think about Jesse and I think about horses, we went on a drive in Mexico once and Jesse had like a mouthful of food and I was like mid-conversation with her talking about something and she looks out the window and she goes, horses! Because she just saw like four horses. We've seen thousands of horses together and she sees these four horses in Mexico and couldn't help but like interrupt me Spit out food everywhere just to be like, Whoa, horses. <laughs> anyway, I think about that all yeah, the time. It's fun seeing them in different places. It, it, apparently. It's always a rush. Yeah, I yeah. get it. When I see a bear, any I've seen hundreds of bears. Every time I see one, I want to spend all day looking at it. We do that. We do. Okay. Okay. We so we're stop. talking about bears? We're talking about horses. Okay. Uh, we finally are giving you guys the horse episode. I'll admit, when I was looking for horse attacks... There was a lot of like people that were kicked or bitten or whatever, and I wasn't finding anything that was really that compelling. Like a horse hunting someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like You're a probably, pro- probably hard to find. Yeah, that. it's pretty hard. Yeah. I didn't find like a prolonged narrative of like a crazy story involving a person and a horse. Uh, so we've got a couple stories that are really good. I think they're a little bit shorter than our typical long story. So we're gonna do three or four. Mike's also gonna tell a pretty famous one. Um, anyway, is it going to be like where the horses each are like tied to someone's limb and then oh, they, they run different apart. directions and drawn and quartering? Apart. Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, they yeah. used to they used to kill people that way. They would tie their limbs. They tie all four <laughs> limbs to four different yeah. horses and then hit the horses and the horses they run should, off. And they should still apart. have that yeah. option on death row. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah would you pick say. that? Would you pick that method? Well, Jesse? if you had a real baddie. Well, then you're just like a I hockey puck it. after they pull you apart. You huh? think you're still like wiggling around and trying to talk and stuff? It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, what okay. were you saying? Sorry. This uh, all depends on the crime. Yeah. Fair enough. So, our first story, I think, is a pretty good story. I'll it, be the judge. Okay. 
Jeff's going to be the judge, I guess. Uh, all right. I will also. Well, maybe I'm going to reel that back a little bit then. It's I, an okay story. I just want to listen. Uh, okay, so we're going to be talking about the Bellevue, Iowa horse stampede that happened on July 4th, 2010. Oh, so cool. it's late morning, July 4th, 2010, around 11 a.m. And residents and visitors of this small Mississippi town of Bellevue, they're gathered together. They're in Iowa, but it's on the Mississippi River. Um, they're gathered together for this big Independence Day parade that they have every year. They've been doing it for a really long time, pretty much since this town started. It's something that they all really look forward to. And it's like one of their bigger events as a town, which I think is pretty standard for the Midwest to have Independence Day be like a really big deal. So most of the residents are there and then there's a lot of visitors there. So they estimate there's probably around 4,000 people and there's only 2,000 people that live in the town. So it's a big deal. And one of the highlights of this parade every year is that there's a large horse-drawn carriage and it's owned by this guy um, Mardell Steins and he lives in a nearby town called Sprague I like where this is going. And every year, people pack the street, and there's hundreds of kids sitting on the curb. Okay. And they're, they're, watching the, <laughs> they're watching for a glimpse of these horses and for the other things that are in the parade. People throw candy. It's a very typical small-town parade. Side so, note, Mike hates parades. Oh, come on. You hate, I don't, how can I don't you like hate parades? Either. You guys are just making me out. I'm I really am Mike. a negative Nelly, but well, parades you hate, suck. You hate parades, disc golf. <laughs> fireworks. Fireworks. And horses. So horses, Actually, I'm so, with you on two, two out of four. Parades and fireworks. So yeah. horses in a parade. The worst. Two negatives equal a positive? No. They okay. leave a bunch okay. of shit in the street is what it <laughs> well, is. That's true. <laughs> I, I don't like Sorry to interrupt you. Okay. So on this particular Independence Day parade on July 4th, 2010, the fire chief, his name's Chris Rawling, he's happily watching the horses and this carriage trot down the street when he notices that something's wrong. So he sees these two horses and they're rubbing their heads on each other and one of them successfully gets the bridle to fall off the other horse. Oh, wow. And that makes the carriage driver lose control. So Jesse, can you tell us just a little bit about what a bridle is? Yeah, I don't I don't really know exactly what carriage horses have, yeah. but I know there's like a, ugh, someone's going to grill me. No, it's fine. Uh, some sort of harness thing, but a bridle is a way of controlling a horse by their mouth. Presumably okay. they have a bit. We can get into that later. They also use right. that in like some <clears throat> sex stuff, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll like also get into this. that later. <laughs> yeah, we're also talking. Uh, anyway. So like the reins are what the person's holding. Right. And the reins are attached the- to the bridle. Yep, okay. which is controlling the horse by its mouth. It's usually a metal bar. And if you if that's your point of contact, if you don't have that, you don't really have any brakes. Right. Okay. okay. Brakes. And brakes so, are an important thing to have. So you guys remember from this morning, Guapo didn't have a bit. He has a hackamore because he's super sensitive. So going off of his nose is enough pressure for him. But if this horse had a bridle and the other one rubbed it off, that means that that top part came off of its ears and then everything would just fall away. So mm. there's nothing except the bodies connected to each other. Okay, so you can't pull back at all to Mm-mm. signal. Right. So that's what happened. This horse, one of them lost its bridle, so it no longer has anything in its mouth that's stopping it from doing anything. And then that made the bridle fall out of the other horse as well. So they're both, they kind of like made it so they both they fell They both out. did it. Somehow kind with this like carriage. the raptors in Jurassic Park. They're both yeah, helping each other out. Exactly. Yeah. I think with this carriage situation, if one of them lose their bridle, they kind of, the driver lost control. Oh, the, of both the bridles of them. are correct connected somehow. Something. Yeah, right. we're gonna cool. have to look into. Yeah, that was... all I know is that the bridle fell out of one of them, they and then they lost control. They have zero brakes. Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> no brakes. All gas. No brakes. Choo-choo. Yeehaw. So, with no pressure on this bridle, the horses break into a run down the parade route, and they're still attached to this carriage. They're probably bored of the parade, too. The carriage has the <laughs> owner, his wife, and two other people on it. Oh. And there's okay. hundreds of people in their path. So Sandy Crilly of Willow Springs, Illinois, was there, and she was collecting Tootsie Rolls that had been thrown by the parade participants with their 8-year-old son, her 12-year-old niece, and her 2-year-old granddaughter, when she looks up to see the horses, like, barreling down on her. So she says in an interview, I could see it was two horses, I could see they were running at full speed, and they were harnessed together, and I knew we were most certainly going to get hit. Everyone was crying and screaming. So not only are they running, but they're still connected. So that probably makes them panic a little bit more. The fact that they're like right next to each other, but they also feel free. Well, and like they probably can't stop because if just one of them stops, they're just going to get ran over. Right. So a passerby pulled her two-year-old granddaughter to safety and her and her eight-year-old son got out of the way. But the 12-year-old niece was trampled. Oh, no. Um, Luckily, she escaped with only a broken left wrist and two broken front teeth. Okay, so not, not too, too bad, bad for her. And how old was she? She was 12. Okay, so those aren't baby teeth. Those no, are, no she those are the real thing. thing. That's the real okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. This sounds like the plot to Speed 3. <laughs> <laughs> those horses are out of control. Yeah, they they, they can't, can't go. go below 40 miles per hour. They blow up. Yeah, inexplicably. <laughs> There's a bomb on these horses. <laughs> <laughs> so dozens of other people weren't so lucky, and the horses tore a path of destruction through the crowd. People fell beneath the horses' hooves, and they fell beneath the, the wheels of this carriage. So and after, they didn't, like, stop them? They no, just kept they just kept go- mowing over Again, everyone? because they were harnessed together and they were trailing this carriage, they were, like, freaking out. They yeah. were in full panic mode. So after running through the town, the horses and the carriage slammed into a large pole, and that sheared the carriage off. And one of the, like, the people watching this said they saw the the dude that owned the carriage, his wife, just go, like, catapulting through the air. Oh, wow. Just, like, everyone on the carriage got launched off. But now the horses are free from the carriage, but they're still harnessed together, and they're continuing to run down people and injuring more people. One guy in a tractor actually tried to pull his tractor out in front of the horses to try and stop them. Uh, And then a few people... ran it over? No, they didn't. (laughs) A few people tried to grab the reins, too. But the horses swerved around the tractor and they continued their run. That would but, be crazy drifting. to grab the reins like oh, when they're yeah. going that yeah. fast. Bad the idea. craziest thing to me is these horses are doing, like, they managed to get rid of the carriage. They're dodging tractors. They're, they're running out. over little kids. They're doing all this stuff that's, like, fairly athletic. pretty ath- impressive fairly for just athletic. two horsepower. Yeah. And what finally <laughs> stopped them was a minivan. <laughs> they plowed headfirst into a parked minivan and just, like, Ooh. knocked themselves out. No way. Yeah. They're just running along, and there's a minivan, like, parked at the end of the parade route, and they just, like... Kamikaze. Yeah, Did they yeah, kill them? Yep. Yeah. No. And so I guess it said afterward they were easily restrained by people in the crowd. Because they were concussed. Because probably... Yeah. yeah. They had to go through a concussion so protocol. So what, what's the damage to the crowd? So all in one, one person was killed. Who? Oh. Um, a 60-year-old woman was killed. Oh. 24 people were injured. And 10 people had critical or severe injuries. And how many had like just mental problems? Probably a lot of them. So people really <laughs> actually lost their shit during this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to play. Well, first I'll say like a couple quotes from the articles I was reading. One person said it was madness. 
the the fire chief called it in as a mass casualty event jeez wow um, and then i want to play you guys the audio we'll play i'm gonna play you guys the audio like a quick snippet of the audio from the emergency calls there's actually 10 minutes of emergency calls because everyone was like calling the police but i'm gonna play you just a couple seconds just so you guys can hear like how intense this was for everyone Alright, so that goes on for 10 minutes. Just them calling in ambulances at like everywhere along this parade route because people are just getting mowed down. It was a pretty crazy thing. I wanted to ask Jesse a couple questions about this. So did I. I don't know a ton Mm. about horses. So aside from the obvious, like this guy lost control of the horses, what do you think they could have done better to make sure this doesn't happen? I mean, if you're riding your horse in a parade, I would assume you've desensitized it and it's just kind of a fluke that that happened do you know what spooked it i don't from what i read they were just rubbing against each other and then when the bridle fell out Mm -hmm. they were just like we're free this seems very circumstantial like it's the perfect storm so you think this could really happen to like anyone's horse if this circumstance came up i don't know the specifics a horse has to be like pretty well trained to be in a parade though right yeah you would want your horse desensitized okay you would do a lot of things to make sure they were comfortable with what you would anticipate being at a parade yeah so kids music flags people running around yeah there's a lot of different things you can do and i would assume these people especially if it's a cart horse i I would assume they'd have done that yeah it just seems like a super weird situation but yeah i don't know maybe that was their first time i just wanted to make the point something i've learned dating someone who's really into horses. Who is that? uh, You. (laughs) Is that there's a whole level of, there's like this big spectrum of how horses react to different things. There's some that are really flighty and jumpy and, you know, really hard to work with. And then there's horses like Guapo where you can put people who know nothing about horses, like Mike, onto it and... And he's going to be fine. He knows he doesn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. He knows something. Well, Jesse and I were actually having a conversation because she assigned the word sassy to the other horse, Chevy. Okay. And, you know, I've heard people give human-like attributes to horses. um, And that's always kind of been a little interesting to me because when I see a horse, all I see is an animal just standing there. Mm -hmm. But people talk to them as if they have very almost human-like emotions and personalities. So I d- it makes sense to me that a different horse could react in any yeah. number of different ways and to different situations, you know? Yeah, so you think they all have personalities, but they're all just like bad dick, ones. Dick personalities. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, it's pretty nice that they're willing to carry us as far as they are. Yeah. And you can't assume that they're predictable. I say my horse is safe and I'd put anyone on him, but anything could happen. Yeah, right. It usually or you put a won't. baby on it, yeah, a I newborn did it baby. Jackie's wedding. Really? Well, yeah. she wasn't just She was born. like three. She was like a little old. Yeah. What about like a two month old? Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> just roll off. <laughs> yeah, they'd be uh, if they fell, it'd be fine. So I want to talk a little bit about horses um, because horses I are really- this is a good- platform for they're you big, yeah they're big animals so jesse uh, a quick thing i wanted to bring up with you too how do people measure horses uh it's called hands right in horse terminology which is like four inches okay i always thought it was 
the size of a man's hand, uh-huh. which I don't know how big that's supposed to be. Yeah. But it, it is four inches. Apparently four inches. It's small. Yeah. Uh, to the top of their withers, which is the base of the neck where the mane ends. On the and that's back. another thing about I've learned about horses. There's a whole set of terminology with horses that doesn't really apply to other animals. It's like horse terms. But anyway, you, me- you measure them with hands. And the biggest horse ever in recorded history was a Shire horse named Mammoth. Uh, and he stood at 21.2 hands. So that's 86.25 inches. How about real horses? It's a real horse. <laughs> From the Shire? No, that's, I guess that's a breed or a type of horse, <laughs> a Shire horse. Okay. For but some context, Guapo's like 15 hands. He's 15? Mm-hmm. And how big was this, this horse? This one was 80. Oh, sorry. This one was um, 21.2 hands. Holy cow. So he was significantly bigger. This one was higher than seven feet of, at its withers. So it's really big. So that's just that wow. base of the neck. Just yeah. imagine with the head up. It's, it's yeah, big. That's yeah, the base that's of the crazy. neck. Like, isn't LeBron James about seven feet tall? He's smaller, I think. Okay. So this We're thing. We're going to call him this We did not enjoy him in Space Jam okay. today. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. LeBron, if you're out there, yeah, you've Should we out. do yeah. a little side movie review? Not right now. Okay. Uh-huh. So <laughs> do you think giraffes feel cheated because their neck is so much taller than that, that spot where you stop measuring? I don't think from. we measure giraffes oh, yeah. by yeah, their that's withers. That's a good point. Oh, really? I think this is a horse measure. <laughs> giraffes aren't know, horses. I think that's a good point. No, giraffes aren't horses. What? So I'm going to keep going. This horse mammoth, he's over seven feet tall at his at his withers and his peak weight was about wait this is incredible to me his peak weight his peak weight was 3360 pounds whoa is... so he's over a ton he's almost two tons yeah that's like what a fifth of a bus <laughs> <laughs> so the smallest horse ever is... how many hands is that oh man something <laughs> he already said the hands <laughs> oh, 23 yeah. Yeah, but like they weigh them by hands too, and that's like nine thousand hands. Mm. No, <laughs> it's the average man's. All right, we're off the rails. We're fully weight. off the rails with this episode. The record holder for the smallest horse ever was named Thumbelina, and uh, she was a mature miniature horse affected by dwarfism. Mature. Yeah, a and, dwarf miniature horse. Yeah, uh, and she. Well, I think all miniature horses are affected by dwarfism. It's not like a dwarf version of a. Dwarf I don't think so. Horse. I don't think it's. I okay. don't think it's like. Dwarf square. Right. Yeah. She was 17 inches tall and she weighed 57 pounds. That's tiny. It's Whoa. tiny. That's That'd like be pretty four cool. hands. That's like, like a briar that. horse. That's like an indoor horse. Yeah. yeah. That's a toy horse. So um, I learned a couple of interesting things about horses. They've been evolving over the past 50-ish million years from a small multi-toed creature. So now they only have one toe, but they evolved from this multi-toed creature. Hmm. Over 50 million years. We started domesticating them around 4000 BC, but it actually became really widespread by like 3000 BC. So within a thousand years, pretty much everyone was domesticating horses. So a couple other cool things that I learned. Horses have no muscles in their legs below their knees. It's just skin, hair, bone, tendons, ligaments, cartilage, all that kind of stuff. I didn't know that. I thought there was muscle going all the way down to like the hoof. One thing I learned is that the bones in their foot, it's pretty much akin to a person like walking on tiptoe. So like they, a ballerina. Yeah, they're like little ballerinas, big no. ballerinas out there dancing around. Hmm. I uh, kind of do that too. Actually. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah. Um, okay, something I did know is that horses have some digestive problems. And a very common one is called what? Colic. Colic. Kind of. We know me. this. Because Guapo gets colic sometimes. Well, no. Here's the thing. He was on pasture his whole life and then trans... We're not saying it's his fault, but it's happened twice. It's not his fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Oh, the truth. Why do they colic? The thing that they can't do 
Well, they can't throw up. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> a Horses can't throw up. They can't vomit. It's and so that stuff. It's that, a gastro. Can like, a giraffe issue. throw up? Uh, I don't know. Why are we talking about? Oh, it takes so long. <laughs> that would take. Can a you imagine? You just have that? to like work it up all the way. <laughs> so basically, it's abdominal pain. Right. And it could be caused by a multitude of different things, but usually yeah. it's it's a food thing, or they're not drinking enough. And, and any other animal would vomit it up. Right. And I don't want any horse vets to come at me but i feel like some really common ones are like gas which is pretty easy to work out yeah just walking them around so they fart and pass things and then an impaction colic which guapo had in january where he was on hay which he's not normally on hay mm-hmm. and it built up and it got stuck because he the temperature dropped he didn't drink enough water it caused a blockage and luckily he didn't need surgery because i couldn't afford it yeah. But he did go to the hospital. Yeah. And it cost me about as much as a new horse would cost me. Well, so. we can talk about colic for hours. We won't. But I'm it's done. a digestive problem. Sorry. That was like <laughs> yeah. a, a condensed, a few good men scenario. Yeah. Wes really very, brought the truth yeah. out of Jesse. It was, oh, it was an my emotional fault. year. It was. It was hard. Yeah, that uh, sounds tough. There's a lot of stuff about horses. I'm going to be honest. When I was reading about horses, I was like, I'm in over my head here. We could talk about horses for hours. We're not going to get into all the nitty gritty with them. Because we're a wild animal podcast and they're pretty much a domestic animal and this is our first true domestic animal that we're talking about, I do want to talk about that a little bit because I think we hear the term wild horses a lot. If you live in Utah, there's places you can go to see wild horses and that's actually a misnomer. Uh, A true wild horse is one that descends from horses that have never been domesticated. So those horses that we're seeing in like Nevada, Montana, Utah, there's 33,000 of them. They're actually feral horses. That's the true term for it. Wild horses, there's actually only two wild subspecies that are, actually, I shouldn't even say that. One recently went extinct in the 1900s, and the other one's what's called the Shurwowski's horse. Still survives. It's mostly in Mongolia. There's about 1,900 of them. So the Shurwowski's horse is really the only surviving wild horse and that's just because horses weren't native to america so we like had to have domesticated ones to bring over here yeah someone brought them over from somewhere else i don't know if they were native here or not i don't think so evidence that there might have been yeah but the ones that we have that are wild in quotation marks probably i don't know they're pretty wild um they're feral and they're they're gone wild, wild but there's a difference between feral and wild yeah but wild at heart okay yeah fair enough (laughs) So we are going to talk a little bit more about them later, but uh, I think there's probably people out there saying right now, like, what about wild donkeys? What about wild zebras? Whatever. Those aren't technically horses. They're in the same um, the same family as horses, but they're not horses. And giraffes? Right? Uh, giraffes are not horses either. What? So like <laughs> donkeys or asses, they're not horses. Please don't curse. Zebras, I'm so sorry. Zebras aren't horses. There's an animal called a kiang, which kind of looks like a donkey. It's not a horse. And there's another one called an onager, which also looks like a donkey, not a horse. So we've gotten through our horse biology. Mike, why don't you tell us a story about someone who got hurt by a horse? I'd love to. (laughs) So this is the moment everyone's really been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about Christopher Reeve. He's a, I consider him, I didn't need to read to know this about Christopher Reeve, but I consider him to be an American icon and a hero. Me too. Truly. 
but we'll get into... Kind of a bad guy, though, right? Good guy. Uh-huh. Great guy. There's a reason he was cast to be Superman, and he excelled at the part. It kind of ushered in the modern era of superhero. Uh, the great thing about Christopher Reeve, though, is he was first and foremost a dramatic actor. So huh. he kind of brought layers to a character that kind of previously had been like an untouchable superhero right. at, at the core. But um, So he, uh, he was cast in the part of the Count in an adaptation of Anna Karenina, which was written by... Jeff? Stephen King? Yeah. No, it's a Tolstoy. It's a, one of those. Those old Russian novels. Jeff. You know? But he, he was cast in uh, as the Count, who ended up riding a horse in the film, and he got really, really into horses. So he got one of his own. He purchased a 12-year-old... Just like Aragorn. Yeah, almost exactly. Interesting. Like Aragorn. Yeah. Do you know yeah. he also bought the Aragorn. Hidalgo horse? I did know that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I met I him at Briarfest. Yeah. Oh, you met Vigo? No, his horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was on... Did you get an autograph? Uh, uh, no, he's so busy. <laughs> Anyways, Christopher Reeve bought a 12-year-old... A 12-year-old? A 12-year-old. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Don't uh, slander <laughs> And uh, so this is something I wanted to explore with Jesse, actually. He bought a 12-year-old thoroughbred named Eastern Express, which I consider to be a bad name. It's a bad name. uh, For any animal. Mm -hmm. It's bad luck to rename a horse, though. It also is. Okay. It doesn't change the fact that somewhere... It's a bad name. Someone decided. Wait, did he he rename it, though? He gave it a nickname. What did... Well, nickname's okay. Buck. Buck. Buck sounds ominous. So it went by Buck. That's not a great nickname for Christopher Reeve's horse. No, it ended up being fairly prescient. at the time. Okay. And you know what? I actually found this out uh, about Christopher Reeve. He was allergic to horses. Huh, me too. Maybe nature was like We've warning We've got that him. in common. Maybe you should have taken that as a sign. Yeah. Stay away. Or you I've... can appreciate the sacrifice made. That's another way of looking I at it. I do appreciate that he did that. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Look where I got him. He's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Wes. Wes loves animals. I he do. He interacts with animals every day. Yeah. And he's allergic to all to of them. To some of them. Most no. Pretty much. Not allergic to bears. Not allergic to raccoons. All the ones Not we allergic to ungulates. Mm. I, well, he's horses a, are ungulates. He's not but allergic to like a frog or a lizard. Yeah, reptiles. Really? It's really, honestly, to this point, the only animals that I've interacted with that I know I'm allergic to are domestic dogs and cats. Horses and jaguars. Uh, so, like, what about all of Jesse's favorite? <laughs> yes. What about ants? A jaguar? Not allergic to ants. <laughs> Good question, though. How do you know that? Uh, anyways, so Eastern Express, bad name for a horse. Right. Uh, I wanted also to play. Name. We're back then. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to play a quick game with you guys. Okay. So I, I looked up some of my favorite horse names that I could find. I'm gonna go through ten, and I want you guys to tell me whether they were a real name for a horse or fake. Okay. okay. You ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so the first one is, may the horse be with you. Fake. Real. Real. It was a real one. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> Zero points. That's so dumb. Uh, Bofa D's nuts. Fake. <laughs> real. Mm-hmm. Fake. Real. <laughs> uh, Winnie the horse. Real. real. Fake. Fake. Oh, there has to be a Winnie. <laughs> okay, we'll just do one more. Um, no, do them all. You want me to do yeah, it all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Fifty Shades of Hay. Real. <laughs> real. That's a real one. I like that one. Uh, saddle Light. Real. Real. Fake. Fake. Yes. Again, there I'm has doing good. to be someone. I'm just going real on all of them. <laughs> oh, no, it's my mother-in-law, spelled out real. one word. Real. 
It's a real one. Uh, we did both of these nuts, right? <laughs> yeah, was that? It's Do it real. again. <laughs> okay, both of these nuts. I'm gonna go with real. 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 <laughs> yep. Uh, essential carpet. Uh, fake. Real. No, you wouldn't have made that up. That's got to be real. Yeah, it's fake. Okay. There was a <laughs> there was an essential tapestry, but I oh, changed it up a little nice. bit. Nice. Uh, hoof hearted. Yeah. Real. Hoof hearted. Hoof hearted. Hoof hearted. Hoof hearted. Yep. Yeah. A uh, fake. That's real. It's real. I yeah, know it's it real. Is. Yeah, <laughs> that's a famous one. Yeah, I've been making a joke about. I that think for it's so famous. Long. I think I Dad just really loved Dad into says it, it all that yeah, all the time. It's famous that. Yeah, he really household. went into that joke. Did he? Did was, you? Okay. Did you know that I had a horse named Sugar Tits? No. Real Why or didn't fake? that should have been the first thing you mentioned? Well, you started saying it, and then I was like, "Boy, do I have a no?" I mean, the first thing you mentioned, like when we first met. Oh. Wait, well, did you, you even ask. tell the story of what happened? Yeah, let's with hear about Christopher, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> no, so it it turns out he liked the horse uh, that he was riding in Anna Karenina so much he got his own yeah. Eastern Express, and Fuck. he started going performing, participating, competing, I guess, in events. Mm-hmm. Where, All you know, of those work. <laughs> you run around and you jump over stuff. Yeah, and it's super cool. I guess. Was it he is. doing? A, pretty... Was it eventing? It was eventing. So it's three sports. Are yeah. Gonna so I was going to ask you about oh, this. Sorry. No, one is dressage. 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 You can say dressage, <laughs> dressage. if you want. Uh, Mike speaks very French. Very American. So dressage, yeah. which he actually was really good at. So at the competition where Christopher Eve ended up getting injured, uh, he placed like fourth out of you know all the other competitors. And the other guys must have He didn't even medal. <laughs> he wasn't injured yet, Wes. Okay. <laughs> So he got fourth place in dressage. Thank you. Uh, and then went on to compete in the cross country, which mm-hmm. is another of the three, I guess. Yeah. What's the third? Uh, that's jumping. Okay. So cross country, on the third jump of the course they were running through, the horse ended up, it stopped suddenly and unexpectedly, <laughs> and it ended up tossing Christopher Reeve over its head. His arms got tangled up in the reins. And he landed head first really awkwardly yeah. and ended up basically just destroying the top two uh, vertebrae of his spine. Ooh, which you need those. So I didn't, I, I didn't find any footage of that. But there is a scene if you guys kind of want to understand maybe what it looked like. like something when, similar. Yeah. If you want to see kind of what it would have been like to see Christopher Reeve fall off his horse, just go watch Gone with the Wind. Got it. Oh, yeah. Just the a heartbreak. Is that the kid? Yeah. Bonnie. Scarlett's the daughter, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Wait, did she jump over a fence uh-huh. and just gets wrecked. She just dies. It's not funny. Wait, she dies in that she movie? She dies. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because... Oh, it's been long enough. The scene... Well, it's also it's a controversial movie. movie. Yeah. So we it's funny. don't yeah. have to we don't have make it. Right. We don't need to litigate it. on Gone no. with the Wind at this point. But Bonnie's stand-in was just like the fakest doll you can imagine. It's just oh, really? a doll. We're going to rewatch Gone with the Wind. We'll just rewatch this one scene, probably. Yeah. Braver man than I if you rewatch that. Anyways, so... um. Paramedics later went on to say about Christopher Reeve that if he had fallen one centimeter further to the left, he would have died. If he had done so to the right, he most likely would have walked out with less than a concussion. So it just kind of goes to show the frailty of, you yeah. know, the spine, the especially the top, the cervical top section of your spine. So after that, he was, of course, uh, lifted by helicopter to the closest medical facility, which was the University of Virginia's, I think, medical center. And the injuries were so severe that even his mother was kind of capitulating as to whether or not they should just take him off support. Because even if he did wake up, he was going to be quite literally just a shell of himself. Unable to move, really unable to breathe without assistance for the rest of his life. But he ended up waking up 
and having a couple of conversations first with his wife and then with his children that kind of led him to make the difficult but brave decision to carry on. And um, he opted to go forward with the procedure that would ultimately save his life. And leading up in the nights, days and nights leading up to the procedure, he knew that there was only a 50-50 chance of him even just surviving the procedure itself. And at his lowest moment, I like this detail, he described at his lowest moment that a man burst in the doors, dressed in like a little blue and yellow smock with really big fake glasses, and told him in a really heavy Russian accent that he was there to perform his routine rectal exam. (laughs) (laughs) And it ended up being Robin Williams who came in, and Christopher Reeve recounted that that was the first time since the accident that he had laughed, and he knew from that moment on that everything would be okay. And from that moment forward, he, you know heroically recovered to the best of his abilities. He was confined to a wheelchair for the rest of his short life. But he started up the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation, which has raised over $100 million to help further research and care for debilitating injury sufferers such as himself. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a really, really inspiring dude. Yeah. He yeah. tried his best to live a normal life. His wife was really there all like from the moment loving and caring for him he tried to attend all of his kids sporting events all that stuff and uh yeah so that's the danger of horseback riding but also kind of goes to show makes it fun (laughs) also goes to show that even if you do suffer a a major debilitating injury you can still have a lot to offer if you're that strong if it's me pull the plug Okay. All right. <laughs> when you guys are there in the hospital and All you're right, having no that, take back. that, Let's that get first that discussion, I'm serious. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, great story. Thank you, Mike, yeah, for thank telling you. us. I love Christopher Reeve. Yeah, Jesse's a big Christopher Reeve fan. What's Just the movie called? Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time. Everyone out, Which out Mike there, is a fan too. watch the movie Somewhere in Time. Yeah, check it out. Jesse would love to talk to you about it. Yeah, top uh, five. I had one last little story. I know I changed it from 10 to 5. For the sake of time, (laughs) I'm just going to give you guys the cliff notes on this story. Okay. A little boy in Taiwan uh, was with his mom. He's like less than two years old. She pulls him over. She sees all these signs saying, don't feed the horses. She puts him over the fence. Let him him feed the horse. The horse bites his finger off. Uh, Just bites it clean off. She picks it up. Seems pretty like pretty routine. This happens sometimes. She picks it up, takes him to the hospital. And then I learned something that doctors do sometimes when you lose fingers or body parts. They'll sew your severed finger onto your stomach. And they like, imagine you have only half a finger. They sew that your, your hand. What are you talking about? I'm telling you what they do. They sew like <laughs> those severed fingers into a little pocket in your stomach. They cut a little hole and they sew them in there and they just let it be there for like a couple months or something or maybe weeks. <laughs> what? And skin forms around it and then they cut all that skin out and you have what looks like a little mitten. Like oven mitten. What? For your hand now. It's and true. that's that's preferable to just like not having a finger for some people. And that's what they did to this little shit. I wouldn't <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> He wasn't listening to the science. His mom wasn't listening. This little guy. He was two. This cute little guy. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said <laughs> that. that. Uh, I, would, I would go without a finger. I yeah. just oh, wear yeah. a mitten. There was, there, I, I went down a real wormhole of these things, and I don't. we don't want need to get too deep into this because obviously like 
this is a tragic thing that happens to people sometimes. I know, it's just but a finger. I want people to read up on this and look at them and decide which way you would go if you it's want. It's wild. Yeah. The pictures. I we'll could talk it. about, I would do a whole episode just talking about those surgeries. All right. Let's but do it. That's pretty much it for our stories. <laughs> um, so we talked a bit about horses. We talked a bit about how powerful they are, what they can do about wild horses. So I, this is typically the part in the podcast where I would say, you know, do you guys have any questions for me? But I don't, I'm not an expert on horses. I, even after researching them, I feel like I really only scratched the surface. Do you guys have any questions for Jesse related yeah. to the stories? Wait, so, full disclaimer, I'm not an expert. No, but you know a lot more about horses I want to do. do our game that we did on our last Turtle Patreon episode. Okay. Where we have Jesse name as many type of horses oh, as no. she can in 30 seconds. Okay. And then me mm-hmm. and Mike, so Mike owes me $5 right now for the Turtle episode. Right. So I'm, I'm going to put the number. I it's think easy. you can You'll name. Do this. I no. think you can name eleven horses in I'm thirty seconds. Choke. Eleven and thirty. Do you that's want, a lot. Do you want the over or under? <sighs> under. Okay. Oh All you got to do is do. She's not confident. I'm going <laughs> right. way under. Okay. So like name as many matter. as you can in thirty seconds. All right. Ready. Types of horses. Set. Breeds. Go. You mean breeds? Just yeah, breeds. Uh, okay. Quarter horse, Appaloosa, Paint, Pinto. I think that's a breed. Thoroughbred. Uh, Tennessee walking horse, um, Rocky Mountain, uh, whatever horse, warm blood. It's a Counting thing. It's it. a okay. thing. You can count. No. What? Mike, don't even. Uh, and uh, it's all right. I uh, so uh, Fjord, uh, halflinger, uh, Shetland, miniature horse. If that's a techno. <laughs> Are you oh kidding God. me right <laughs> that's now? That's twelve. Uh, that's great. I'm Are stopping. You, like, you can stop. You did it. Alright, so Mike owes me ten dollars now. Thanks, Jesse. Good job. I have more now. Shire horse. That's really good. Thank you. There's so many. What are the police horses? I got scared. Huh? What kind of police horse? The big old ones. The police ride. Klondike or whatever. Yeah, Klondike. They're just dick (laughs) horses. The Budweiser horse. What's the Budweiser horse? Those are Clydesdales. Yeah, the Klondike. Did you say that? No. Okay. What there's kind of horses are giraffes? Now that I'm calm, there's a lot more. Giraffe. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, okay. So great job. Yeah. Thank good job. You. All right. So we are going to go into our categories. Uh, Jesse brought us a couple categories. We Ooh. came up with a couple others for this special episode. So our first category is going to be our pop culture category. And we are going to say our, our favorite pop culture horse. But Jesse, you had a, a little add on yeah. to that. What is it? We are not allowed to do a Lord of the Rings horse because everyone's going to say Shadow Facts. Okay. I would. Fair enough. Or Bill. But that's a good rule. Yeah. I appreciate I that. I just, I know you would all do one. I probably, I we probably would have either done Shadow Facts, Aragorn's horse. It's just or such Bill. a gimme. I would like Kay. everyone to think a little bit harder. I'll go first. Okay. Mine is the horse from The Godfather. <laughs> oh, the horse head. <laughs> yeah. That's a good <laughs> oh, one. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite horse, the severed head. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can go. Okay. I'm going to give my top three. Okay, of course. <laughs> we got the huge horses and elf. They were just really scary looking. Clydesdales, I think. Yeah. I don't know. And All the right. park. And uh, then I'm going the horse from oh, no, they weren't quite Hildalgo, uh-huh. number two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Number two? Oh. And then joke. number one or is the joke. seahorse in Little Mermaid. Okay. That's a good. Yeah, you like that one too. Yeah, the seahorse. Yeah. Oh yeah, they ride little seahorses, huh? Yeah. I thought they pulled the carriage. I think they do. Both. Oh, they pull a carriage too. You're right. Yeah, I don't remember. Ride a sea seahorses are tiny. I don't remember. But they're that. like big. Well, it's a cartoon. It's a, yeah, it's a cartoon. That's right. not real. That's, that's where I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike, so Mike you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. So I um, 
If this doesn't count, I've got a backup, so you guys just let me know. All right. I got the wild stallions from Bill and Ted. We'll count it. All right, there you go. They're not horses, okay. but we'll count it. There's a horse symbol or something. Yeah, we've it. counted weirder things than that. I wasn't surprised you didn't include your favorite horse. Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's your years. Uh, I had one, and now I can't remember it, but my backup was, uh, I was pretty into the, in Wizard of Oz, they had the horses of a different color. Mm. And now when you rewatch it, they look, it just looks like food coloring. Like, it can't be real. Huh. Unless they did dye the horses. You Maybe they did. You really love the spirit cartoon too, right? Yeah, just the original. Yeah. It's a perfect movie. Okay, oh, that's a I good shout-out. I pay money out. to rent it again on Amazon every year. It is. It's I a good gonna, movie. I was going to say movie. that, but again, that's kind of like a horse world gimme. Okay. Just give it a shout-out, you know? Uh, what Jesse uh, okay. was alluding to is going to be part of our second category which, what's your favorite horse girl? Hottest horse? Your favorite horse girl in the world, besides Jesse, of course. Well, okay, uh, but also... And I'm going to go literal on that. My <laughs> favorite... Okay, wait, go I ahead. have a disclaimer. Yeah. I don't love the term horse girl. Okay. I think it's kind of pervy. Fair enough. Because it, it just gives everyone like a weird cat, cat girl kind of vibe I feel like school. I feel like usually when people say horse girl, though, they're like talking about girls that are like have braces and are like horses yeah, kind of you know? okay, <laughs> their name slow. sarah for some uh, reason it's a little maniacal the term okay we won't say it okay. horse woman just horse person centaur horse yeah person well if that horse female her horse person <laughs> huh? female person female who's very horse into person. horse so if we're going no, we female go horse person then i'm gonna get very literal with my answer and mine was the the centaur girls from fantasia literally yeah a horse, a horse girl the hottest uh, horse you've ever seen jesse's gonna make fun of me a little bit because i've told not. her this story but when we were young growing up we didn't have a lot of movies that we watched but my grandparents did and we kind of had free reign on their movies when we go to their house and fantasia was one of them and i watched it a lot and i mostly watched it because I really had a thing for this, the, the centaur, centaur horse girls in that movie. Which, for some context, they're like pretty soft cartoon characters that have little red pepperoni nipples. No, they don't have nipples. Oh, they don't have nipples. No. That's the witch. That was the demon girl. The yeah. demon that you also liked. Yeah, I was also old, I paused on that scene a couple <laughs> yeah. times. A scary old ghost demon <laughs> that flies across the st- screen and she has nipples. Yeah, I paused it. Anyway, Sorry. do you guys have a favorite girl who loves horses? From from movies, I'll go with sure. Arwen. Arwen, okay, yeah. it's a good answer. She's I'll great. go from that one. Who's the lady in Secretariat? Kind of the you know. haven't seen. That's a good movie. I actually the lady like in Secretariat, but she's older and she kind of like everyone treats her as because it's like a male dominated. Back in the day, it was like a very male oriented sport, and yeah. she kind of bustled her way in and had the greatest racehorse of all time cool it's a good one jesse i don't have one because i didn't think about it but when we were talking earlier i realized it's there's more horse boys than horse girls in film yeah yeah it's always like a guy black yeah. stallion uh black beauty, just because like war stuff all the races too. Of, yeah war horse yeah I want to change my pop culture horse Ooh, okay. to who? Tony Soprano's horse, where he has like the painting Ooh, on like the horse. That. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna keep this moving along. <laughs> we're gonna do our let's do our listener questions. Okay. Who's got those? Uh, you've got those. Oh, yeah. go for Jeff. Okay, from my Coco or my Cosmos. No, my Cocomos. Uh, <laughs> Wait, sorry. Some, we're, just one she'll know who she okay. is. 
do we know it's do you guys shame? pick mushrooms <laughs> that's the question yeah <laughs> uh i've picked mushrooms before i've picked them i've never picked any that i've eaten i picked like a bunch of morels in alaska once oh that's cool and gave them dried them gave them jesse do you pick mushrooms uh, you know i can't say i've had the opportunity so mike just, just i me. can't I, i'll say no i can't remember a specific you've time you've probably picked one i think so well, I, yeah, <laughs> but not an eating kind i can't prove it great question kind all right, from Chaser93, what one first aid item could help the most in an animal attack? Uh, I would say one first aid item, if you could only have one item, I would just say like a compress, like a, a bandage and a compress. Just something that you can put pressure on the wound to keep it from bleeding. But like if you have a first aid kit, just have a lot more. Yeah, than you're going to want item. more than that. Yeah. But like, What about one of those like clear defibrillator? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I would just, I would want something to stop the bleeding. Okay. Um, what about like one, an antibiotic thing or uh, I would want hydrogen peroxide? That, to me, that's secondary. Okay. Like infection secondary to like you bleeding out. But what if you're wearing clothes? Yeah, but it's like. then you can make your But own. then you're going to give yourself an infection with your clothes. I would want oh. clean bandaging. Okay. Okay. From Good questions now. Smooth Jazz. What's your favorite show you've watched this year? Uh, what do you guys think? I'm going Ted Lasso, even though it was last year. I'm counting it. Yeah. So I watched that this year. That was the mad best. at me. That's your favorite exactly. too, Jesse. I think it's the only show. Yeah. No, you watched that that mm-hmm. other one on Netflix. It wasn't good though. Okay. <laughs> what was it called? Manifest. Yeah. Mike, I, I watched a show called Devs, which I thought was really really good. Hmm. Um, it's got really cool sound editing. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Annihilation. Like at the very yeah. end, you know, the really weird soundscape going on. Yeah. Is uh the same guy was involved with this devs project, but it's got Nick Offerman, the guy from Parks and Rec. Oh, cool. Uh a couple other really cool established actors. I hadn't heard of it. It's really, really good though. Okay. I had heard of it. That's why I was able to watch it because I just... heard about it. <laughs> at one point I hadn't heard about it. I'm gonna yeah, go with a weird. bit of an audible. And I'm probably going to say Invincible. Oh, I was going to mention that you got me into that. Yeah, I really liked Invincible, which is an animated superhero one on on Amazon. But it's really dark. Yeah. I like that one a lot. It's great. Okay, great question. Uh, Another great question from Lily Mabel. Okay. Is butt legs? (laughs) Is butt legs? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is butt legs. What do you guys think? I'm saying yeah. Jesse, what do you think? Is butt legs. Uh, yeah, butt's legs. Okay. <laughs> so when they say, do those legs go all the way up, is that like... You say no. You say no, because otherwise you'd have to like... I'm going to say show. for me... Oh, go ahead. No, I was... Oh, no. Tell just sorry, you were working through it. Yeah, okay. I'll do it silently. For me, I would say silent. butt is legs for myself, for my body, because I don't have much no, of a butt. So I'm disagreeing with but you But I think for someone who has a, a larger butt, they have their own musculature there. It's big, but is not legs. For me, it's like my legs pretty so much just turn into my butt. Circumstantial. Right All right, legs. let's keep going. Uh, yeah. We gotta. Easy we're gonna have to edit leg. a lot of this. Out. Angela Shank, eighty-seven. What kind of horse is yours? Quarter horse. Okay. From Seth R. Hall. <laughs> Next question for Owlface. What's your favorite thing about Hefe? That's my Instagram oh. answer. Oh, it's, it's about Hannah. Jeff Hansel. His little yeah. baby voice. So right <laughs> we got a lot of. Questions about if I'm a stoner. I'm not. He's I just not. talk a little slow and okay. slur it, my words a yeah. little bit. He's one of my favorite Leave him voices. alone. He's my little brother. Only we, we got, can say mean yeah, stuff. Exactly. <laughs> From Rat Boner. 
We uh, love her. Cool name. Did she grow up with horses? If not, how did she discover she likes to ride? That's talking I did. to you. Yeah, my dad had one when I was born, and then I got one, and it, that's 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 the story. That's it. That's all she wrote. <laughs> From should write a book. I'm gonna just go. Yeah, pretty good. Shrunk O2. Okay. Um, what's your favorite bridge? Terabithia. <laughs> oh, that's I'm going a sad golden, bridge. Yeah. Golden Gate. It's just really cool. Huh. I, I'll give a shout out to the Brooklyn. I love like an. I just love like an old countryside bridge that has like moss on it. Oh, that's and too like going much. over. I, that's, I do. But name one. <laughs> name a real bridge. Okay, if I have to name a my favorite from a movie, the one Frodo crosses to get oh, away from the bridge is Doom. Yeah, Bridge of Kazad Doom. Okay. There you go. That's my favorite. Mine's bridge. Brooklyn. I just read a whole book by David McCullough about the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay, I have a whole new respect for that guy. That sounds like a boring right. book. I'm one listener. <laughs> Wanted to know how you're doing on your book reading. Yeah, pretty good. Really? Um, Can I talk about it more, Jeff? Dipped into bridge books. (laughs) It was a big... (laughs) I didn't cut you off. David McCullough is an established author. I'm not going to hear slander. He did read a graphic novel last night. I did. It's an amazing book. All right. Okay. What are you talking about? I don't need to defend David McCullough from you guys. Okay. I'm sure a lot of people are on your side and a lot of people are on my side. I'm sure a lot of bridges are on your side. David McCullough is definitely on your side, whoever the hell that is. Drop Dick Murphy. (laughs) Oh, great band. For Alaface Alaface, what is Guapo's... that's Jesse's Instagram handle. Is he a show jumper, eventer, dressage? <laughs> dressage. 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 Uh, no, we already he's went just over a that. cheap old ranch horse. Uh, and then another he one especially for you. is being a sweet boy. He yeah. is very <laughs> sweet. Yeah, he's just a nice guy. Your friend Rachel. I don't know if it is actually your Ooh, friend. Huh. Uh, for Jesse, what percentage? Oh, what percentage of the time is Wes talking about animals? Uh, Wes. I would say. Twenty, like when we're just talking, like maybe twenty percent of the time. I talk about it a decent amount, but it's mostly like, "Hey, what'd you do at work?" And then I'll talk about animals. I feel like it's even though it's not just you talking animals. Yeah, you it's more domestic animals, and me it's more wild animals. Yeah. All right, this one's for Mike. That wasn't a sorry. It wasn't a percentage, Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a percentage. Twenty-five. Nice. From Sky MacArthur for Mike. Why do giraffes have no voice? It's because the vocal cords the at the odd. base of the neck, and it has a hard time getting all the way to the, the top. The voice just doesn't get to the yeah, top. Yeah, the vocal of the cords head. are down like by that their makes chest. Sense. And... How did all right, they know? let's go from Yasmin. Oh yeah, I don't hey, even know how to say her Instagram name. Neither do I. How would you say uh, it? Yasmin May? Okay. Yeah, Yasmin May. Yasmin May. The May is spelled a little confusing. Yasmin's for me. a dear friend of ours. Uh, not a question, but Jesse is so beautiful, like painfully so. Oh, thanks, Yasmin. How does that feel, Jesse? She's gonna say pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> Yasmin is a. That when she looks at your picture, you cause physical pain to it. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I want to clarify something. Yasmin is a human friend, not a dear friend. Like She's an said. actual human friend. <laughs> yes. All right, and from our Patreons. AJ Rodriguez, what's your favorite monster in pop culture? Oh, that's a good question. Mine's Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla might be mine too, but Jeff, why don't you go? Um, I'm going to just say the T-Rex. You think that's that not counts? not a monster. <laughs> no. No. Kind of. No. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with Godzilla too. What's okay. yours? It's this uh, the this episode of X Files called the Postmodern Prometheus, Ooh. where he creeps into people's houses and impregnates them. And looking back on it, it's kind of gross, but in the end, they all love their deformed babies. And there's a dance scene with walking in Memphis at the end, and uh-huh. fake shares there. It's arguably X Files' greatest episode. Okay, well that's a good answer. You know, what? I have an answer. Mine's the monster from the thing. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. gonna go with a gremlin. But Ooh, I love gremlins. Let's go the gremlins too, because it gets a little yeah. more creative. You want yeah. the girl gremlin? Like the internet gremlin. Spider gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to how are we messing things up for them. So we talked about feral horses um, and more like that's kind of, we should say how are feral horses messing things up for us or for other animals. Um, because they're feral and because they were released into the wild, uh, they've taken over really large areas of grassland. They choke out um, some of the native species like from water sources. They're a big problem, and it's a big issue um, in a lot of places where they're found. They're also beautiful, and people really enjoy seeing them. I enjoy seeing them. So it's a really complicated issue with really passionate people on both sides. But um, it is really tricky because they can be incredibly destructive to rangeland and uh, to prairies and to places that are really important to the to the U.S. and the other places where they're found. Um, so feral horses probably don't really have predators, right? Not in most mm-hmm. of the places where you find them, no. I mean, they're, they're um, foals, which we've, I learned from Jesse is the proper name for a baby horse. Mm-hmm. Um, Not colt. Colt is just a male. Mm. Is that right? Colt's a male. Uh, Philly's a female. Yeah. So a foal is a baby horse of either sex. And they could be preyed on by like coyotes or whatever. But once they get full size, they don't really have predators in the places they're found. It's so big, it seems Yeah, A grizzly bear could probably bring one down, but they don't usually share territory. Um, Anyway, there are a lot of them and they are kind of messing things up for other animals. So we kind of mess things up for ourselves by letting a bunch of horses out throughout history. As far as the Sherwowski's Sh- Sh- horse, I'm sure I'm saying that right. Is that right. the one with the CH? No, it starts with P. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm saying, sure that. I'm saying oh, that right. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> no, I looked up the pronunciation. Oh. And it starts, you say it with an S at the beginning. Huh, okay. Yeah, but it lives in Mongolia, Russia, China, Kazakhstan. There aren't many of them. There's approximately 1,900 of them alive today, but they all descended from 14 that were caught in the wild between 1910 and 1960. And they reintroduced them into the wild. So there really aren't that many of them. They're not doing great, but they are out there. Cool. Cool. So now let's get to the, uh, the real bread and butter of this episode. Do we like this animal? Let's Mike. go Let's go with our first, our layup. Jesse, do you like horses? Uh, yeah. Would yeah. you say, where would they fall on the list of animals that you like? They're number two. Number two after dogs. Yeah. But I don't like all dogs, so. Well, we're just, but still, are they number two for you? Yeah, they're number two. So on our on our cl- on our claw scale, out of ten claws, what would you give a horse? Gotta be a ten. I give it nine claws. Nine. Nine. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I like that. I thought dogs have to have ten claws. You can give them both ten claws. I give it ten claws. Okay, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I like them. I always appreciate seeing like horses in a pretty field. Yeah. Like I think it's better to have a field with pretty horses than just a field okay so okay. <laughs> i'm going poetry i'm going <laughs> number 231 okay i thought it was out of 10 claws 
Well, that's cheat, just overall. You gotta, but you got to oh, give okay. us your claws, And then too. out of claws, I'll give it a six. Okay. I'm happy with that. I think for me, d- domestic animals are a lot harder, especially when I am allergic to them. I do still like horses. I really like how happy they make Jesse, who's someone I love very much. Uh, and I have grown to like them more as I've spent more time around them. I'm going to give horses five claws, and that's my answer. Oh, like, Jeff likes them more than you. I'm pretty, I would say I'm, if, if I wasn't dating a, a horse person, um, <laughs> I wouldn't, I would probably, it would probably be lower, but I like them. So they're getting five claws. An animal that I don't like is going to be sub like three claws. Right. So horses are my least favorite animal. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give them one claw though. Okay. I might even bump that up to two because I do recognize they've been really important kind of in the formative years of and they're in a lot of movies human civilization like. how would you rate them like as a tool <laughs> versus an animal as a tool i'd give them like an eight okay as just an animal i'm giving them zero hooves i think we're doing yeah <laughs> it's funny because you love cows i love cows they're yeah. so handy what happened was a horse bit you when you were a child it right? didn't bite him. it's a little more than that okay. but it did that, not even bite him it, w- it was a nibble it got pretty f- it deep sucked down on, your hand up it did did the and doctors like have that. to stitch your arm into your stomach <laughs> tuck yeah. it into your stomach but <laughs> so as a tool you really like them as an animal not at all so i'm it's i'm a little bit i don't want to tread on anyone's ground because this is a real thing but i consider myself to be something of a hypochondriac okay and Ooh, something welcome to my world Something about horses really, at my foundation, kind of grosses me out. Like, they're weird rippling muscles and veins, and, like, they're yeah. H.R. Geiger-esque, like, wobbly knees, and... Interesting. I don't know. Just something about them is, I like, get they smell bad. They smell bad. Yeah. They smell bad. They kind right? of have they ugly teeth. They got weird lips and teeth. Do you guys want me to leave and you can keep talking about <laughs> No. <me? laughs> no, like I'm almost feeling very attacked right uh, now. No, I just... I want to let you guys have your thing. No, sure. no, 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 no. I'm almost done. Uh... I feel the same I way about done. those. Um, no, no, go on. Like the the puppets from like Labyrinth and stuff. <gasps> don't don't do and that. And like Dark Crystal. Yeah, those Dark give Crystal. me those give me a real Uncanny Valley oh. kind of weird gut reaction. I hate yeah. those puppets. I, I'm a Muppet apologist. Well, I won't you stand have, for it. Th- but are those Muppets or puppets? They're puppets. They're Henson puppets. Right, they're puppets. Henson I love puppets. Muppets. Jim Henson. Yeah, but show that's me a-, a Muppet. I love it. I hate the, the puppets <laughs> that kind of look like. Oh, like I people. love them. All right. Oh, we need to make Wait. that a bumper sticker. <laughs> I want to do Animal Olympics really quick. Okay. Because there's sure. animals in the Olympics That's of all true. the Fair animals enough. we do. Yeah. What's your favorite horse Olympic event? Horse dancing. <laughs> horse dancing is probably <laughs> mine, too. Jesse? Tickling. Did is that okay? Tickling? They... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the horse events are. What about when they jump all the fences as fast as they can? Sure, the one where they jump all the fences as fast <laughs> okay. as they can. There we we all have our answers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Vaughn, who's been doing... What does he do? Our no, what does Vaughn. he do? Dressage, raining. right? Oh, okay. He does horse raining, and he's really good yeah, at it. Yeah, he is. He's mm. really good. Cool. Well, that's it for horses. Uh, we really went all over on this one. <laughs> yeah. But I think it. we all expected that. I expected you two to get a little madder at each other. No, well, I, I actually found out this trip that Mike and I have a lot in common, and I don't want to fight with him. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. He might feel differently, but... No, I I want nothing more than for us to be the best friends, Jesse, but this is a line I, I can't even... Nice. I can't even pretend to cross over for you. That's okay. You know, but like, him saying horses are his least favorite animal, and then mm-hmm. he was willing to go ride your horse. Yeah, he was that's a, a good big thing. Like, that means he's 
likes you as a person, you know? Yeah. Thank you. This is Jeff Larson signing out. Okay, I guess we're Over done. and out, Jeff. <laughs> That's it. All right, see you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their case has had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible, and if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.